Welcome to Dating Decoded, where Dave Parata, the head coach of the Beast Dating Coaching Program, shows you exactly how to talk to beautiful women, flirt like a pro, and attract your dream partner. All right, guys, we're going to have some fun in this episode. We're going to be talking about how not to use dating apps. Now, the issue is that guys set up and use their dating profiles in suboptimal ways. So basically, they don't market themselves as high value, and so they never attract high-quality girls. And this leaves them feeling like, hey, online dating doesn't work, or it's a scam, or it's all in the girl's power, like it's all up to them. And and listen, while girls do have more power when it comes to online dating from like a a volume perspective in terms of like the number of matches and the number of guys pining for their attention, there are ways to tip the scales in your favor. But you need to position yourself as a top tier, like top 10 or top 20% guy. And if you're not doing that, you really have no chance, right? And it's gonna feel like online dating is a waste of time. But the good news is any guy can do that, can can sort of catapult themselves to that top tier level and and that barrier to entry really is quite low. Like the average guy does not have a handle on this at all, has no idea how to create a good profile that's going to get him any sort of high quality matches and really just has no chance, right? So you can easily leave that guy in the dust. We're going to talk about how to do that and how not to just, you know, fall into the traps that the average guy does. But first, I want to touch on a common thing that guys do say is, is, hey, online dating is a waste of time. I don't want to do it. Now, I'm going to say something here that may shift your perspective. And I'm, you know, I'm guessing you're on this, you're listening to this podcast because you do want to shift your perspective a little bit. Maybe you want to shift your way of thinking because maybe the way you have been thinking about things as far as dating hasn't been getting you the results you want, right? So when it comes to online dating, is it a waste of time? Well, if you're a busy guy, you know, you may not have the time to go approach 20 girls a week. You may want to, but you may be working 50, 60 hours a week and that may be hard. So you you may only be able to approach a few girls a week. And so if that's all you're doing is approaching a few girls, it can be really hard to get the volume needed to get the dates, to get the amount of dates you need to improve and, and meet really high quality girls. And also just just have at-bats with with high-quality girls. And and online dating allows you to do that from the comfort of your home, right? You can can be, you know, getting ready in the morning. You can be having breakfast, swiping for five, ten minutes, and do that a few times a week. And you can line up multiple dates a week with really high-quality girls if your profile is optimized, right, which we're going to talk about today. And the other thing I'll say, too, is is when guys say, oh, like, I just want to meet girls the old-fashioned way. Hey man, that's great, but we're also in 2023, right? And depending on when you listen to this, maybe 2024. And technology is inevitably becoming a bigger and bigger part of our lives. And so as a result of that, you can either choose to get with the times or stay in the past. And if you're going to choose to get with the times, then having your online dating set up well and optimized is is going to help you a lot with meeting higher quality girls. And I'm guessing, you know, from your shoes, right? If you're really honest with yourself, do you really care, you know, when it comes to meeting your dream girl, dating your dream girl, building a family with her, doing all these things, if you meet that dream girl, do you really care how you met her? Does it matter if you met her from online or 
at the grocery store or at a bar, does it really matter or does it just matter that you met her? Because if it just matters that you met her, then you basically want to be doing everything in your power to bring that kind of girl into your life and open up sort of all the potential sources of those kinds of girls. And online dating, obviously, is one of those things. And another thing I'll say, too, is, you know, a lot of times guys will say, hey, you know, I don't even want to have social media or Instagram. And it's like, hey, bro, you can be going out there and approaching girls. That's great. But if you're only giving them your phone number, you're at a disadvantage to guys who do have really optimized Instagrams. Because when you just give a girl your number, that's great. But if you give her your Instagram and she has that and she can kind of see the way you represent yourself, you know, you know, uh, assuming you represent yourself well in a high value way, then you're going to have so much higher of a chance to get the girl out on a date than just getting the number. So yeah, these are some things I want you to keep in mind as you go through this episode. And yeah, I, I would encourage you to challenge your beliefs as you always really want to do. You always want to question uh, you know, closely held beliefs if, if they haven't been leading you to where you want to get to. And yeah, just consider a new perspective. And with that in mind, let's get into it. Let's start talking about some of the biggest mistakes I see guys make when it comes to building out their dating profiles and, and why these things don't work. So the first big thing that we need to touch on is having bad photos, right? So basically photos that just do not do you justice, do not represent yourself in a good way. And online dating really is about the way that you market yourself. You could be the coolest guy in the world, the most interesting man in the world, but if you got a gym selfie and that's your, your you, got, you got a gym selfie, you got a grainy photo of you at the beach, a few other grainy group photos, how is that girl going to know what type of guy you are? Like she's going to draw conclusions based on the way you represent yourself. So you need to fix that before anything else. So what are some of the most common bad photos I see guys have? Selfies of any kind, especially like the gym selfies, the gym mirror shots, but really selfies of any kind. Because these these types of photos show that like you don't really have any friends. They show you that you might not have a good social life, show that, that maybe you don't hold yourself to really high standards because you, you, you've chosen to represent yourself in, in sort of like the easiest way possible rather than, than putting sort of any effort in by, by actually getting a photo taken of yourself rather than a selfie. So that's why selfies don't work, right? They also just don't look good. Usually the angles aren't good, those kinds of things. Grainy photos are other photos that don't work, just low quality photos in general, Photos that just don't seem like they're very high quality, that don't seem even like professional in any sense of the word. And you can get professional looking shots on your smartphone too. Keep that in mind. Uh, But if the shots just look grainy and blurry, those are not going to work. Confusing group shots. So really any group shot with more than three people, uh, including yourself, right? So if you get a photo, so if you get a photo, let's say of like four or five guys, She's not going to know which one of those guys that you are. It's going to be confusing. It's just going to be a little too much, right? The max you want to have is three guys. And ideally, you're the tallest and best looking of those guys. And that's going to that's gonna be the most helpful. Otherwise, it might be better to just not even have a group photo in the first place. It's really not necessary to have one. It can help in some situations. But you can certainly have a good, high-quality, well-converting profile without one of those. Uh, another shot I see, uh, another mistake I see guys make is just taking a shot of just their dog, like not even them in the picture with their dog. It'll just be a photo of just their dog, right? And 
that's not going to help. Like sure, your dog might be cute, but you should also be in the photo if you're going to do that. You don't want to just have it just be the dog. She's going to be like, you know, what is this? Why am I just looking at a photo of a dog? And that can also get you reported as well because if you're not in the photo, people can report that, get you kicked off. So you don't want to do that. LinkedIn profile shots are another big mistake. So basically the shot of you, like the headshot looking shot of you in a suit um, that you might put on your LinkedIn profile. Hey, that's great for LinkedIn, but this is not LinkedIn, right? We're talking about Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. You don't want to be using those uh, for, for those for those apps. It's just not going to work. Um, then we also have like the fish catching photos, right? The, the typical stereotypical shot of the guy holding the fish that he just caught you don't want to do this photo. Like this is such a, it's almost like a meme at this point, how much girls hate these photos. It just doesn't work. Right. Um, then we have the photos of the guy just absolutely cheesing, smiling, super big. Um, just looking like, you know, showing all of his teeth, those kinds of things. It just looks a little bit corny, right? You know, you don't need to be smiling like a 10 year old at your birthday party, right? That's not what these photos are for. It's a lot better to have either like a subtle sly smile or just like a different type of expression that we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, and then aside from that, uh, also having bad backgrounds, uh, you know, and when I say bad backgrounds, just like a brick wall or like a background that's super noisy that, that ba basically just that you don't pop it. Right. Or like, you know, something I see a lot of guys do is they'll take photos. It might even be like a good looking shot, but it's in like their, their backyard and their suburban house. And it just doesn't look very premium, right? If you're taking a stylish shot in the backyard of a suburban neighborhood, it, like it's just not going to match up. It's not going to go well, right? It's much better to take that sort of in like a city type of environment, if that makes sense. Bad framing is another one. So basically, you know, a really common thing I'll see is guys will be, they'll only be taking up like 10% of the frame and like it's very background focused or, uh, or maybe they're on like the left side of the frame looking to the right and like the rest of the shots empty. It just looks a little bit awkward. Um, yeah, like the framing is really important. Ideally you want to be in like towards the middle of the shot, taking up around like a third of it, anything else, like it's, you're probably going to be too small or too big. Uh, not ideal. Posing, a lot of guys have no idea how to pose uh, where they just basically, like they're just kind of looking awkward, they're doing something awkward with their hands or uh, or just like their feet or their legs. So the, the posing, most guys just, just really nowhere close with that. And then again, the facial expressions, you know, the, the smiling is one thing you want to do. You don't want to do too much of. You also don't always want to be looking directly into the camera. It's good to have some shots where you're looking a little bit off to the side, maybe around like, you know, 30, 40% angle, but not like all the way off to the side, right? You still want to see a little bit of the front of your face, that kind of thing. And then another another big mistake is bad style and a bad overall look. This might be the biggest mistake of all because if your style isn't on point, it doesn't matter if you have everything else on point, it's just not going to be a good photo, right? And this is also why like in our coaching program, for example, we do full style audits and breakdowns of every single guy before they go out and do a shoot. So that way we know that they're going to be looking good before they go out and take the photos because otherwise you're just wasting your time, right? Um, and we talk about good, we'll talk a little bit about like what good style looks like um, and what a good look looks like. And that also is gonna include like your hairstyle, your facial hair, those kinds of things, making sure those are super on point as well. Because uh, again, if, you're, if you have a bad hairstyle, bad style, it doesn't matter what you're doing, the photo's not gonna come out well. Now, 
as far as the, the next big mistake uh, is going to be with messaging. So a lot of times guys will, you know, they'll text girls for days to try to get her comfortable for the meetup. This is not ideal. It just leads to wasted time. Uh, guys will try to have first date convos over the app or they'll be asking the, the girl all about herself or they'll try, try, be trying to have these serious conversations. That doesn't work because you're just going to lose out to a guy who's, you know, beating you to the punch, asking her out. And that, like, you're just going to lose out to that guy, right? She, a girl, she has so many messages coming in that the guys who are the fastest to the punch and the most direct are going to win. That's just how it is, right? And then uh, planning dates more than three to four days in advance via text, never a good thing. Like, it's just it's just not going to go well. You always want to do it ideally within two to three days max. Any more than that, like, it, it's better to just uh, use a strategy we talked about in the last episode, which is basically like, hey, cool. Uh, I'll ping you next week and we'll make a plan, right? Like something like that is going to be a lot better than trying to schedule a date for a week and a half out, which he's definitely going to flake on. And then uh, another big messaging mistake I see is like guys being vulgar, like way too flirty, like way too, uh, yeah, just way too vulgar with the way that they're flirting, like overtly sexual, those kinds of things. Those kinds of messages, like you actually risk being banned from the app. Girls can report you. It's always better to be subtle. All right, so th- those are some of the, the the messaging mistakes I see you guys make. As far as the profile setup, guys are guys are very uh, they make a lot of mistakes here as well. So so some of the mistakes they make with the profile setup, probably the most common thing I see is like overly serious and literal prompts when they're when they're responding to the prompts. It just doesn't look good. It makes you seem like way too serious of a guy. It doesn't make you seem fun. It doesn't make the girl actually want to come out and hang out with you. Also, prompts that are way too long, like guys will do like two prag- two paragraphs per prompt and it's just like too much. A girl is not going to read that. You want your prompts to be like easily scannable, oh, like quick, you know, emotion spiking, quick, fun, playful, and, and that's going to be a lot better, right? And, and then um, when we're talking about the bio, guys also, you know, being like not concise, like very much like overly explaining themselves, over explaining like, hey, like here's what I'm looking for. Um, like I don't want a girl who does like X, Y, or Z. Just not good, right? Like you know, you don't want to come across as a guy who's like looking for anything. Like you're a high value guy, showing yourself here, giving these girls a chance to meet up with you. That's the frame you want to come from, not the frame of like, hey, I can't meet girls in any other way. So here's what I'm looking for here. It's not a winning frame. You don't want to do that. And then, uh, you know, aside from that, we also have guys who show too much uncertainty in their profile. So for example, on like Bumble and Hinge, you can you can answer questions about yourself, like what you're looking for uh, and those kinds of things. Like, do you want kids? All those kinds of things. You never want to answer in an uncertain way. So for example, with relationship status, you don't want to, or like, like what you're looking for, you don't want to put don't know yet, right? Any sort of uncertainty like, like that comes across super, super unattractive to women. And it's better to just leave that blank uh, rather than put something that's uncertain, right? Um, and then along with that, when you're answering those questions, you also want to avoid political stuff. You want to avoid like anything like pronoun related. You don't want to put like the he, him in there, anything like that. Uh, you don't want to put anything about vaccines in there. Like anything that could be hinted, even like in the slightest bit to be political is better to leave it out because you want to you want to cast a wide net and then you can filter it yourself down from there, right? But you don't want to like you don't want to filter a ton of girls out before you even get a chance to talk to them. 
Uh, and and that, that's what putting this stuff in there is going to do. For example, you might have a girl that is like a little bit liberal, but like somewhat open. But if you put conservative in your profile, then she's going to swipe left, right? Whereas like you might have actually met up with that girl. She might have been really cool. You guys might have vibed, found some middle ground and, you know, like something could have blossomed from that. But because you put conservative in, the, in there, you never know. Like same thing if you put liberal in there, right? It's better to just leave it out. Now, one of the last big mistakes I see guys make is paying no attention to the algorithm, right? And the algorithm basically for these dating apps is gonna is going to determine you know how often you're seeing attractive girls, how often you're matching with attractive girls, how much your profile is showing up to the top girls on the apps. If the if the algorithm is weak for you, you're not gonna have a fun time on the apps. Now, some ways that guys screw up their algorithm and make it weaker. Few things, right? Number one, they might swipe right on every single girl, thinking that like, hey, let me just swipe right on all of them, and some of them gonna swipe right on me. Doesn't work. Makes your algorithm really weak. You want to be more selective. And then on the other side of the coin, not swiping right on enough girls. So if you're only swiping right on like one or two percent of girls, then that's not gonna be ideal either, right? Really, the sweet spot is gonna be around like 20% swiping right, around 80% swiping left, right? And then and then the last thing is like too many times like deleting your profile so sometimes guys will like they'll delete their profile like every month and like they'll go into the app and hit delete and then they'll recreate it like a couple weeks later or sometimes immediately and if you do this again and again and again a lot of times in a short amount of time you're, you're like you're gonna get shadow bad right and and girls aren't gonna see your profile at all you're not gonna get any matches at all and you're gonna have to go through some some like quite annoying things to unshadow ban yourself. Like you're gonna have to go out, get like a new phone, a new number. You're never gonna be able to use like connect to the same Wi-Fi again. You're gonna have to go through lengths like that if you get shadow banned on these different apps. And sometimes getting shadow banned on one app can lead to getting shadow banned on others. So like you want to try to avoid that in general and, and keep the algorithm strong. Uh, on the other side of the coin, as far as the algorithm goes never doing a reset can also hurt you too, right? So let's say you're in a, you're in a city of, of a million people, right? And you're swiping right, uh, or, or you're, you're swiping in there, you're using it actively for a year. By then, you might go through a lot of the girls at that point, right? So at that point, it could be good, let's say once every six months or once every year to actually go in and do a reset where you do delete the profile, repopulate it ideally with higher quality photos so that way girls are seeing your new profile for the first time and have a chance to swipe right on that so some uh, very occasional profile resets are okay but not doing it too much like you don't want to do it more than once every six months and even then that can be a lot like i, I try to keep it to, to, to once a year really uh, or once every like seven eight months max um, so keep that in mind right now doing a lot of these things that we talked about or it, like really, if you're doing any of them, you're gonna you're not gonna be getting the results you want to get from the apps, and you're gonna feel like it's a waste of time, right? Whereas if you can correct all these things, you're easily gonna catapult yourself to that top 10, 20 percent of guys who all the girls are matching with, who the girls are going on dates with, and who the girls are actually paying attention to. And I can promise you that is a much better place to be in, and your attitude around online dating is gonna be a lot better if you're in that top 20 percent. Now, how do you get to that place? Well, a few things you can do, right? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, some different strategies you can use here. So as far as getting better photos, a few things you want to do. You want to make sure the style is really, really on point. So neutral colors that fit well. You want to have at least five different outfits. 
Uh, so yeah, some neutral colors, maybe like some white sneakers, some dark jeans, those kinds of things are going to really help. You want to have clean backgrounds where you pop and backgrounds that also make sense. So if you're taking a more stylish photo, it's better to have that be in more of a city landscape sort of vibe rather than in your mom's backyard, right? Um, whereas, you know, you could also be taking a high quality hiking photo and that could be that could be like a more of like a like a park um, type of setting. Or maybe you're in a basketball court and that, that can be in like a, a basketball court that doesn't have to be in a city landscape, right? Um, but you, you want to have the background basically match the vibe and you want to have some different vibes throughout your photos, right? And then as far as, really getting like high quality shots. Uh, you can you can use your iPhone to do that. Let's say like I know a lot of Androids have pretty good pretty good cameras, iPhones, really anything above iPhone 12 is going to have portrait mode and you want to use the portrait mode on these different phones to snap shots if you're doing it yourself and you can get higher quality shots that way. It'll blur the background a little bit, make it a lot better. I know with for me on the on the iPhone, I have like a, I think I have like one of the newer iPhones. And I like to do the 3x zoom on portrait mode and stand a little further back, and that can get you some really good shots. And you can you can do this yourself on like with a tripod you can get from Amazon and just set it up, take a bunch of shots. And then uh, if you are going to use a photographer, you can find some on on sites like uh, like Snapper, like Thumbtack that they'll give you a bunch of different photographers. You can also check beastphotos.com. We actually do like a done for you photo shoot over in Austin where we, we do like a full style audit of you, full like audit of your look. We help you, you know, make sure that you're coming with the best outfits possible. And, uh, and, and, you know, we have all the venues planned out. You just show up in Austin, we execute, we give you photos that you can use for the next, you know, five years. But if you are going to try to find a photographer yourself, Make sure that you're vetting them well. You're going through a few different ones. You're looking at their portfolio of photos and making sure that that's really on point. Ideally, you're not using like a wedding photographer or something. That's just going to take like really cheesy photos that that look like you know like a high school uh, like a high school photo session we used to do like the, uh, the the senior photos, right? If you remember those, you don't want to get those kind of shots, right? You want to have shots that have a little bit of swag, that have a bit of style, and you want to have a photographer that can handle that. And you want to also give the photographer a bit of a plan. Like you want to show them, hey, like these are the type of poses I'm looking to do. Uh, These are some examples. You want to send them five to ten examples. You want to come prepared with some venues uh, in mind, some locations in mind of where you're going to shoot, ideally close together, so within walking distance, so you can get them done. And you also want to you also want to make sure that you can do at least like five different outfits, right? And again, with the beast photos, these are things that we do everything for you, so you don't have to worry about this. But if you are, you know, looking to do your own photographer yourself, that's what you want to do. And yeah, if you can do all that, then you can really get out there and execute some good photos. I, I guess the last thing I would say there too is if you are doing it yourself, whenever you're snapping shots, make sure you, you snap at least like 15 to 20 with each pose that you're doing in each in each like outfit and each sort of like like every like like basically anytime that you're taking the photo, like take at least like 15, 20 snaps. Cause what's gonna happen is you might have one or two of those that work really well and the rest don't. And then you can actually use those and, and those are gonna be the best, right? But if you're only doing like one or two shots, one or two snaps of the camera, you, you like you, it's unlikely that you're gonna have one of those that look really, really on point. So make sure you're doing that. Now if we shift over to the messaging what you what you're gonna to want to do there when you're actually messaging these girls is you're gonna to want to keep it short, fun, and playful, and basically ask her out within four to six within four to six exchange messages each, right? So four to six from her, four to six from you, 
go for the ask out. And then you want to plan the dates within three to four days max from there. Uh, any Again, anything more than that, the flake rate is going to go super high. And ideally, it's like two days, right? Even like one to two days out. Uh, that's going to give you the highest chance of the data actually happening. But keep in mind, you know, there's always going to be a certain like flake rate you're going to get from these girls, and you don't want to you don't want to have that be something that discourages you. But just understand that the higher quality and more optimized your profile is, and the more optimized your photos are, the less flakes that you're going to get. So just remember that when you're doing all this, right? Now, as far as the profile setup, you want to keep it fun and playful all around. Being concise is best, especially with the prompts and the bio. So, and even like an example of, let's say like a good Bumble bio question might be like tequila or vodka. Hint, there's only one correct answer. Thing with Bumble is girls have to message you first. So it's good to give them something like that where they can easily just say, oh, like I like tequila. What do you like? Something like that. Is going to make it really easy and, and get you more first match, more first matches. Another one I like is like gym in the morning or evening. Like hint, there's only one correct answer. If you like fit girls, that that can be good. And then uh, as far as algorithm wise, you basically want to do max, like we talked about, like a reset one to two times a year. Really once, like really no more than once every six seven months. Um, and then uh, yeah, you can do that as you kind of max out the swipes you've done with girls in your area. So yeah, if you guys can avoid those mistakes and focus on on making those corrections, you can do really, really well when it comes to online dating and really catapult yourself to that top 5, 10, 15% of guys who are getting all the matches, who are getting all the dates. So let's go out there and execute all this and let us know how it goes. Feel free to drop me a message on IG at Dave.Parada. Let me know how you're doing and uh, yeah, let's attack crush it and uh, i'll see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to dating decoded if what you heard today was valuable to you that was just a taster if you'd like to find out if you'd be the right fit to work with us and join the top 10 percent of men when it comes to online dating and finally attract your dream partner then go to beastphotos.com and apply for a free photos and style consultation there, we'll take a look at your situation and create a step-by-step -step action plan so that you can start having the dating life you've always wanted.